Hi, it's Leon Dolan, and my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical, is out now and available everywhere. People Magazine chose it as an April pick of the month, one of the best this week, a hopeful take on commitment, they said, and an innovative story about marriage. Mmm, sounds juicy. The Marriage Sabbatical, out now, available everywhere. You're listening to Satellite Sisters. What's a Satellite Sister? The person you call when the best thing in your life happens or the worst. The person that gets you up, gets you going, and gets you through. And every once in a while, changes your mind. This podcast is part pep talk, part weekly check-in. Like grabbing coffee with a friend. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the Satellite Sisterhood. You are listening to Satellite Sisters. Thanks for being here today. I'm Leon Dolan in Pasadena, California. I'm a writer. I'm a producer. I'm the youngest sister. And today our, our question is, what's your least favorite and most favorite holiday activity? Liz, what do you think? Okay, this is Liz. I'm in Santa Monica. My least favorite is every year I buy like a little live tree and from Harry and David or someone. And I promise that this is the year I'll keep it alive, that, uh, you know, I'll be able to use the same tree the next year. And I never have once successfully kept the little tree alive. So it's uh, so it's just the drama, the emotional drama of trying to make that decision every year. Is this really going to be the year I will successfully keep my tree alive? But you know what I love about Christmas? I am just a big fan of sleigh bells. I think no matter how silly it sounds in Southern California, I just think there's something super festive about the sound of sleigh bells. So I'm going with that as my favorite thing. Okay. All right. Jewel. Hey, this is Julie. I'm in Dallas, Texas. I'm the oldest sister and I hate to gift wrap. I I don't mind buying the gifts. Oh gosh. I hate to gift wrap. Oh, terrible, terrible. (laughs) Here's the thing I love to do. I love to sing Christmas carols. Okay. And you know what? I know a lot of the words to a lot of Christmas. (laughs) Okay, I I might be the best in the family or certainly among the sisters. Now, I have no voice, but I certainly love to sing all kinds of Christmas carols. There you go. How about you? Yeah, we're going to give you that title then if it's important to you. You're (laughs) Christmas caroler. There you go. No one is vying for that. Good. Okay. I, okay. And so what Liz is a uh, Christmas tree forester. Is that what you're okay. okay. So my, my most favorite and least favorite uh, uh, revolve around the tree. Like I, I don't really like putting up the tree or taking down the tree, but I mm. certainly love looking at the tree. I, I love looking at the okay. tree. It makes me mm-hmm. so happy when it's up with the lights on, plug it in first thing in the morning. I just get a lot of joy out of smelling the tree, yes. looking at the tree. So this is funny because we put it up this weekend and we always get a a tree from um, my son's high school. They do a fundraiser and it's the best deal. You just pay one price. They get a whole truckload of trees. They bring them down from Oregon and you pick them up in the, in the parking lot. So it's not exactly winter fest, but it works for Southern California. So we pulled in with our tree this weekend on top of our car. And I got the funniest text from my neighbor, Kevin. He has an adorable five-year-old son, Nathan. And apparently he had been telling Nathan that, oh no, in California, you know, we just, we just take our trees out of the garage from boxes. They're plastic. <laughs> we don't, I know you've seen all those ads and movies, but no, no, no one puts trees on their car. So when we pulled in with the tree on top of our car, he was like, wait a minute, dad. <laughs> they have a tree. <laughs> See, it's a slippery slope this whole christmas season thing right yes just so, li- lying to your children about christmas yes it's, 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 so i said kevin if you i know it's complicated but if you'd like me to come over and tell nathan where real christmas trees come from i can do that i've raised two boys so <laughs> anyway all right today on the show we're going to get a little more christmas on the show liz was in nyc it's the best time of the year to be there we're going to hear about her trip and the broadway shows and what the city looked like. We also have details on our holiday wrap parties. So that's exciting. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have a lot of news happening. We have uh, an international news roundup. 
Liz has an update on Tiger Woods vis-a-vis Liz Dolan. <laughs> uh, we have, um, I have an investigative report from BuzzFeed and those are always very powerful. And this <laughs> is uh, things real hairdressers want you to know. So you're going to want to stay with oh, that. Oh, I'm, I'm going to take notes on that, Liam. Yeah. And then Julie, you have some sort of um, crime buster candle story, don't you? What is- <laughs> Wait till you hear this. Wait till you hear- We've been missing out on something huge and I'm going to let all the satellite sisterhood know about it today. Yeah. All right. And we have uh, entertaining sisters as well. So we have a full show for you today. Um, Liz, though, how was the big trip? It was so great. Last week on the show, I told you that I was going to New York to see some friends, that I had some theater tickets. But, you know, I made this decision in June because in June, there were three things I thought, okay, number one, Uh, My leg will be all better by December. So number one, number two, COVID will be totally under control. And number three, Broadway would be open. Um, Sadly, only the third item on that list turned out to be true. (laughs) But but I went anyway. I went anyway, because what are you going to do? We we have to celebrate something. And this was going to be my Christmas celebration. So I was staying uh, with a friend. Uh, She also had a recent cameo on Cooking with Liz. So people might have seen Judy in her cameo. But she lives up at 110th Street up near the Columbia University campus. So I got in Friday night, had a quick turn around because we were meeting three other college friends for dinner down on uh, 43rd Street. So there was a lengthy discussion about how to get there, given the situation with old lefty and New York. Um, if we have new listeners, Liz, they might not know you injured your leg. You oh, yeah, injured yeah. your leg oh, pretty badly. Point. I just yeah. want to remind people every okay. once in a while we have a new listener. So yeah. that's who okay. old lefty is Liz's yes. leg that she's been rehabbing for a year. <laughs> right. At right. the beginning of the year, I injured, you know, I broke my leg in my knee and it, it's healing, but super slowly. Um, anyway, so, you know, New York, it's all about the walking, which yeah. is, you know, it was yeah. still a little sketchy for me. So we debated, you know, the uh, taxi, Uber, taking the subway. But we just I was feeling good. I was feeling like I'm in New York. I'm going to do it. So we decided to take the subway. Okay. Uh, which meant walking down a set of, well, first of all, walking to the subway, walking down a set of stairs, getting on the subway, walking up a set of stairs, walking back, that I would, that we would take the subway, that I would not bring a backup crutch. It would just be me and my own two legs. And then that I was really going to go for it. And instead of wearing sneakers, I put on my silver snakeskin boots that have heels. Wow. I was feeling good, feeling really good. So, so here's what we did. So we, we left uh, Judy's apartment. It's like half a block to the subway. So that seemed like totally doable. That was doable. But then I made it down three steps of the staircase into the subway. Oh. And I'm like, okay, the real, the real error here was wearing the boots that if I had sneakers on and no heel at all. Anyway, so I made it down three steps. I'm like, nope, no can do. I'm not going to do this. So we bailed, got in a taxi. And so that seemed like, um, you know, a fail. But then the taxi tour, uh, you know, New York at the holidays, it's like super crowded, which means the traffic is super packed and moving very slowly. But as a result, And our cab driver inexplicably decided to drive down Fifth Avenue, which is the most crowded street in New York. Right. So we did we did the whole taxi. Nice. It was nice. perfect. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I thought you were going to say you got in a horse-drawn carriage. Uh, <laughs> but it seems like the slow-moving taxi, you know, maybe you saw all the lights and exactly, all the stars. Julie. Okay. Yes. Sounds good. Could not, exactly. Could not have planned it better. Slow roll down Fifth Avenue. We saw the tree. We saw the lights. We saw the store windows. We heard the sleigh bells. It was it was fantastic. So that was a fail that turned into a big win. So yay for the spirit of Christmas. Then this is the first time I'd the three friends we were meeting. It's the first time I'd seen them since the before times. And for one of them, it's the first time she's been out at all. And oh. uh, like in a public place, inside in a public place, she's had long, really? she's had long COVID. And so oh. it's been like a super rocky uh, time for her. So it was so delightful. We literally closed down the restaurant. We wow. were just sitting in the corner, just the five of us by ourselves, 
just so much to connect on and share on. And so I felt very edgy to be like, Ooh, up late out in the big city. So Ooh, yeah, it was a super special. And, um, oh, how nice. Liz. That's, that's great. great Liz. Yeah. That's great for you. Great for all your friends. That's wonderful. Yeah. Everyone was surprised just how it just felt super special, uh, which was nice. So, okay. So the next night was then that's when I was going to see the Alanis Morissette musical Jagged Little Pill, which mm-hmm. I told you guys about last week on the show. Yes. So if you want to get caught up a little bit in Alanis Morissette, in case you've lost track, there's a really interesting documentary that just came out about her. It's called Jagged. And luckily someone had tipped me off to it. And it's a really good reminder of what a huge star she suddenly became at 19. You know, when, when that album came out, it was unbelievable. Do you know Jagged Little Pill? It was owned by one in 10 Americans. It's the second best-selling album of all time by a woman. And yes, uh, I did know that. Yeah, yeah, no, that was a huge, huge breakthrough album. Like it was really different. Uh, It's one of my favorites. It just, it just shook you to attention. Yeah. That was a really groundbreaking album for a 19 year old Canadian. Yeah. Yes. And so do watch the, if you're thinking, what are they talking about? Watch this documentary (laughs) because it's interesting to hear like the radio DJs and produce. Remember that's when radio existed to promote music. So anyway, so that was great. But what makes this show unusual, the musical is most of these jukebox musicals, as they call them, the story of the musical is the story of the group or the artist. You know, it's Diana Ross or it's The Temptations or, you know, so the story is about the music and the artist. That's not what they did with Jagged Little Pill. It's actually an entirely original story written by screenwriter Diablo Cody, you know, who Hmm. did Juno. And so the story is like funny and dark and the the star of the show is actually the mother in the story it's about this family and the mother is an actress played by an actress named elizabeth stanley and she won both the tony and the grammy for this performance so she's amazing and what so what the story does is it takes some of the themes from alanis's life which if you watch the documentary you'll see some of it is sort of sexual exploitation when she was very young and on her own and so it creates an original story around that so it's not exactly a christmas theme uh you know it's not not necessarily a show to take the youngins to but it was just super well done and it's also the first time i've ever been in the theater where there were two complete showstoppers and you know the word showstopper comes from the fact that the show stops like the, the performance is so unbelievable that it's like wow. standing O in the middle of the show happens twice in this show or happened wow twice, twice in the second act so um and one of course is probably her most famous song is uh you ought to know and yeah, so that was performed by an actress named Lauren Patton, who's not even in the core family. Anyway, so super great. Um, very intense, very intense uh, show, but we loved it. Anyway, so then you have if anyone who's ever been to the theater in New York knows it's when you get out of the theater, when everyone pours out at the same time, that it's like just it's another transportation challenge, sister. <laughs> okay, now you took the horse-drawn carriage. Is this <laughs> yeah. No, uh, Julie, they do have all those pedicabs now. Oh, okay. Know, oh, in the theaters. So, but when you're going to 110th Street, it would take you like two hours in a pedicab <laughs> to get up there. But they kept stopping in front of us. I can take you. I can, no, no, we're not, you're not taking us. We're not going in a pedicab to 110th. But there was just, yeah, there was uh, the, the subway. Obviously, I'd already bailed on the subway the night before. There are no taxis, forget it. Uber had like super surge pricing. So they oh. wanted 70 bucks to take us to, no, we're not doing that. And then all of a sudden out of the mist, out of the mist, an M104 bus appear that goes all the way up Broadway to oh. Yeah. Public yeah, transportation. Public transport. Bus. Yeah. Whip out that Metro card and FYI travel tip. The New York City buses now also just take Apple Pay. So you oh. can just use your phone. Yes. Good tip. Thank right? goodness. <laughs> my gosh. Yes. That's amazing. So so the, the bus started to go by the bus stop where we were standing because there was so much traffic. So Judy literally ran out into the middle of the street. She's in the third lane of traffic and made the bus stop. So not only did the two of us get on, 
but there were two other ladies a little older than us who had also just gotten out of the theater. So the four of us were the only people on the bus and we're zooming up Broadway because there's nobody standing at the stops at this hour. Anyway, they would, that was delightful. So that was a big win. The public transpo in New York uh, really did bail us out of that situation. So that's that. Then the next night, uh, I, that's when we went, I went with another friend and our sister Sheila to a performance of six. And so that was at 6 PM. Again, as I mentioned last week, that meant we had to have our pre-theater dinner at four. So we had a 4 PM dinner reservation, but then the restaurant called my friend and said, could we come at 345 instead? <laughs> and that's just a perfect time, right? A perfect time to have dinner in the theater district. So uh, so that was great. We had a great catch up with Sheila, FYI. She's loving her job and she's loving her place where she lives and she's loving being closer to her daughter. So that was all super fun. Then boom, we go to see, uh, my friend Catherine and I go to see Six and it's super fun and it's only only 80 minutes long with no intermission. I love so, that. Yeah. If that's what you're looking for. This this is the girl power you, one. Then that means you can be in bed by like right. by eight. I was home at eight o'clock. Okay. And then then just one more thing. So the next morning, three more women I went to college with came to the city, one from Boston, one was in from San Francisco, and another one just from the, the suburbs. And we all got together for lunch. And the, the conversation at lunch, you know, time to get real people. One of the one of my friends said, okay, let's all let's each talk about our pandemic peaks and pits. So mm. highlight, low light. So so we got into it. We, yeah. we which felt great. And, you know, for, for one of these women going into marriage counseling was actually a peak. She talked about how great that turned out to be anyway. So I just went from one emotional highlight to another. It was really, really nice. So I am so happy. I went, you know, I almost bailed at the last minute because of the Omicron or whatever, but I exercised all the same cautions I would, you know, with the masking and the this and the that. And so I just say, whether it's, I don't know, whether it's New York City or the city near you or any sort of musical performance, art performance that lifts your heart. Like, I didn't realize how much I needed it. And I really needed it. And I got my holiday celebration on and I am super glad I did. Oh, that's great to hear, Liz. That's That's fantastic. Yeah, Yeah, we're so happy, Liz. Well-deserved for you too. Yeah, and you know how, I mean, New York City at Christmas time, it's hard to beat New York. I know I just, I know I just said any city is good enough. It's not really true. It's not true. (laughs) LA is, LA is not good. It's not good. It's terrible Christmas decorations. It's terrible. The fake snow snow just doesn't do it for me in LA. It's terrible. At a shopping mall. It is. (laughs) New York is very crowded though. So, you know, you just, you got to be ready for that but I was so happy to see so many people there you know like right just pouring in from all over to get their holidays on so it was it it was really great so there you go that all is right what the holiday report well, in New York City well Liz might I suggest then for Satellite Sisters listeners that maybe our Satellite Sisters holiday wrap party will be all you need to get that your holiday on this weekend. <laughs> Ooh, oh, that's back. right. Yes. That's going to be very festive. I can't wait. It will, it will be a live performance. There won't yeah. be any singing, but there will be some drink making. There will be some eating, some pate talk. And then we want to have you post your toast like you did last year. So yes. this Sunday, December 12th, at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, we are doing our Satellite Sisters holiday wrap party on Facebook live, right? Mm -hmm. So to participate, you should go join our Facebook group, correct? Yes. If you're part of the Facebook group, it will come up live on your screen. Um, And, you know, we had lots and lots of people last year in the Facebook live inside the Facebook group. And it's, it's very fun, but Leon, you just said there were, there'll be no singing, but Julie just volunteered at the top of the show to sing. (laughs) I I also have some bells at my house, Liz, too. So I feel like there needs to be a command performance of the the sister who just claimed she's the caroler. So it's a really good point. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, Okay. So Julie, because we haven't really produced this yet. So you're on, figure that out. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're going to talk about this. Okay. Um, but we will be making a drink 
do I wish I could tell you the name of the drink right now? I do. Because my son, Colin, was supposed to text me last night the name of the drink. Uh, and he's asleep in the other room. And I've been frantically texting him like, I'm on the air live. Could you please text me the name of the flaming drink? So well, don't this worry. is dramatic. Maybe by the end of the show, he'll be up. Yeah. And- Let's yeah. hope. Let's hope. So uh, so well, we'll will- post it when we get it. Right. Yeah, we'll post it. It will be in pep talk. Uh, we'll spread it around. So, you know, the important thing is to put on your, you know, holiday, festive holiday, where Sunday, December 12th, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern Satellite Sisters holiday wrap party on Facebook Live. Now, once we do it on Facebook Live, if you can't make it live, it will we will post it. Uh, it yeah. You'll be able to watch it afterwards. Right. We'll share it on Instagram. We'll share it on our Facebook page, uh, which is open and uh, we might even share it someplace else. But that's well, that's, not, secret. that's top secret, top secret. <laughs> not ready to announce that yet. <laughs> Good one, we could just put it on our website too if we knew how to do that i'm sure we can figure that out in a week it's, so there it's you go. harder than you think it's harder than you think. <laughs> that's what i tell people anyway okay so that is this sunday we hope you join us for our satellite sisters holiday wrap party this is year two this is an exciting this is an exciting new tradition so mm-hmm. uh so we hope you're there and post your toast we would like you look in the Facebook group or you can email us hello at Satellite Sisters. If you have a holiday toast that you would like us to read during the wrap party, please let us know. We would love to do that. We did that last year and it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So someone who has made a difference in your year or something you want to uh, you know, say cheers to this year, we would love to hear that. So go ahead and do that over in the Facebook group. Um, All right, we're going to come back with some new stories, but first we want to thank a couple of sponsors here at Satellite Sisters. Hey, it's Liz and Leanne here, and we want to thank Pros for supporting this episode of Satellite Sisters. Now, you know, Liz, I've been out and about with my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical. Mm -hmm. The book is getting rave reviews. I'm very happy. But you know what else is getting rave reviews? My hair, Liz. My hair from Pros is getting... Lynn, I am not surprised. You have been on that pros hair regimen for quite a while. I mean, you have good hair anyway, but now you have great hair because you've really paid attention to it. Well, Liz, pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. And you know what? I love the regimen they have me on. Do I take the hair vitamins every day? Yes, I do. Do I use my shampoo and conditioner made especially for Leon Dolan? Yes, I do. Do I sometimes use the leave-in conditioner when my hair is really dry? I do. And I even have a pre-scalp thing that they give me. Okay, pros, you're the boss. I'll take it. (laughs) You tell me what my hair needs. That sounds good. And here's the thing. It's personalization, Liz. For yeah. millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely Leans. Okay, and I'm I'm using it. Pros mm-hmm. isn't just better for you; it's also better for the planet, Liz. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty free, and the first and only carbon neutral custom beauty brand. So, Pros, we love you. I love the photos of my hair. Couldn't be happier. <laughs> photos of your hair. There are people in the photos too. That's the thing about a book tour. Everybody yeah. has their picture taken with Leon and then post it. So yeah. the hair is important. <laughs> Couldn't be happier, Pros. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin. They're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash sisters. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And pros is spelled P-R-O-S-E, pros.com slash sisters. Thanks, pros. Okay, sisters, I wanted to tell you about something really fun I did this week, and I thought it was going to be like a fun little story, and then all of a sudden it became like an international news event. So <laughs> okay, oh, really? unexpected. Okay. Living large. Well, as many people know, we're big supporters of the Olympics and Olympians, and we have been involved with the U.S. Olympic Committee Foundation. That is the foundation that raises money for the actual athletes for a couple of years now, since we went to Rio. Uh, Liz and I went to Rio, and then we stayed in touch, and we've supported U.S. athletes through the USOC Foundation, right? So, um, so occasionally we get invited to fun things, and I got invited to an online dumpling making class um, because the next Winter Olympics, as everyone knows now, if you didn't know this Monday, you know right. now on Tuesday is in Beijing. 
Okay. And it seems to have come up rather quickly again, because they had to postpone the summer Olympics. And all of a sudden we have back-to-back Olympics and it's a lot happening if you're, uh, if you're trying to support the athletes financially. So they were trying to, you know, get people excited about that. So we had this wonderful dumpling making class with a world-class dumpling maker uh, from, from San Francisco. Uh, and, you know, who was on the dumpling making class was Mariah Nagasu, the bronze the medalist. All oh, right. Yes, the okay. skater. Yes. So she's, you know, retired from skating. She just graduated from college. She's trying to figure out what to do with her life, but she was on making dumplings with us and answering our questions about what it's really like behind the scenes. And, you know, does it hurt to fall on the ice? We were asking her really insightful <laughs> questions like that. And it took two hours to make delicious dumplings. Now I will say this. I have never made Chinese dumplings and mine look like empanadas. And, uh, <laughs> okay. So, Southern, I, Southern California style. Okay. You have to start somewhere, Leanne. Yeah. yeah. I mean, rolling out the dough was really rough for me to, yeah. to roll it out into perfect little mini circles. Forget it. But it tasted delicious. So two hours later, we had this fun, uplifting, you know, yay, let's go U.S. athletes in Beijing. Super fun. And then the next day, yesterday, uh, the U.S. announced that they're going to have a diplomatic boycott against the Olympics in, um, in Beijing, the Winter Olympics that start in a couple of months. I just feel, I, I, I understand why it's happening. I feel terrible for the athletes. They're caught in the middle of this. And again. it's just, yeah. again, and it's just, and I get mad at the International Olympic Committee. Yeah, right. It's not a great, not a great play to pick China. A lot of problems there. You know, <laughs> things are very tricky there. You're you're asking a lot of the world community to support uh, games in a place where there's regularly human rights violations and no freedom of the press. So I just feel terrible that these athletes are caught in the middle of this diplomatic boycott. Now this is different than what happened in 1980. Right. In this case, the athletes can go. It's just the U.S. is not going to send, you know, the vice president. They would normally send somebody, a diplomatic corps, uh, and they're not sending anybody. But they said the athletes can go. We will be rooting for them from home. Not a problem. Remember, there were no going to be no foreign visitors in at the Olympics because they're still dealing with COVID. Right. 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 Have very strict regulations. Right. Right. So this is a diplomatic boycott. And also important to remember, the U.S. government does not fund the Olympics in any way. So (laughs) that's what made athletes very mad about the 1980 boycott was we don't get any money from the government. How come you get to tell us whether to go or not? So I think this is the line they're trying to the very narrow line they're trying to weave here. But I just feel terrible for these athletes who are in the middle of, you know, really the the end stages of their training and qualifying for the team. Right. Stuff. I mean, Stuff. so much hard work and, you know, you would like them to be able to celebrate and yeah. you know, celebrate it on the world stage. Yeah. You know what, Leanne, uh, this rolls right into the international news roundup because as soon as we announced the diplomatic boycott, the Chinese came right back and you know what they said? They said, no one cares if the U S diplomats come. <laughs> That's what they yeah. said. Okay, so that is pretty darn hostile. At the same time, remember the uh, Women's Tennis Association, they announced uh, this week that they're not going to have any more tournaments in China until that they really are satisfied with what has happened with the Chinese tennis player Peng Shui. So uh, I think was really gutsy of them. This is gutsy. They're a small organization. They've taken a very big stand. You know, other sporting organizations have not done the same. Right. Like and, the IOC, the NBA. Right. Many, right. many. And so this, this is, and also realize that Peng Shui, while she's an outstanding athlete, outstanding player, she's not like the marquee player for the Women's Tennis Association. You know, uh, I mean, yes, she would draw a crowd in China, but you know, the, the, I think it's great that they stood up for all of their athletes, regardless of their status, you know, or world ranking. So that was good. But yes, this certainly does um, cast a, a, you know, a, a dim light on the Olympics. Uh, it's going to be sort of interesting to watch to see what ha- happens. Hey, can we talk about Russia? Because that's in the news today. President Biden is on the phone with Vladimir Putin. And, you know, they uh, uh, Vladimir Putin has amassed large amounts of um, troops and soldiers along the Ukrainian border. And the interesting thing for me is as the resident, you know, Kremlinologist here at Satellite Sisters uh, and a Putin watcher for a a long time, 
is all the discussion about like, I wonder what Putin is really going to do, whether he's really going to invade Ukraine. Okay. Putin's been in power for 20 years. Like when he brings that many troops to a country, like to the you know border with Crimea, he invades the country. Okay. I mean, <laughs> You know, I mean, when he when he sort of perceives any kind of weakness, you know, you know, when he decided that he would prop up the Assad government in Syria, same thing. You know, he just moves. I, I'm just surprised that people are surprised, Still or, surprised, right? questioning right. like what Putin is going to do. I think he has a long and very definitive record of, you know, wanting to reassert himself on the world stage and to uh, pressure those that don't agree with him into submission. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I yeah. think that and Julie, can I just say not not only are you our Kremlinologist, but you did live in Moscow for five years. Yes. For those, yes. For those who yes. don't know that. So you right. You so I have seen this, you know, I've seen him like destroy the international press. I have seen him harass, murder, you know, uh, Russian uh, Russian reporters, you know, that, you know, watch this over the years. And so I think, you know, he's pretty, you know, He's pretty definite when he about what he's doing. So I I don't think it should be a surprise if he takes, you know, a more aggressive action for Ukraine. And I feel very badly for the people of Ukraine that don't deserve this kind of incursion incursion. So um, hey, we got to move on to Miramar. Uh, you know, now this is a country where, you know, for many years here on Satellite Sisters, one of our heroes, one of my heroes that I know for Liz as well, is Aung San Suu Kyi, the Nobel Prize winner. And she was always been such a large defender of democracy, you know, in more recent years, because she failed to stand up to some of the to the genocide associated with the Rohingya population in Cambodia. It's, you know, it's a much more complicated figure. But once again, she has been sentenced to prison. Uh, She, you know, she has been sentenced to four years in prison, but she has more charges against her, which could lead to up to 104 years in prison. And what was she sentenced for, Julie? The two major areas. One was for uh, for um, uh, breaking uh, COVID regulations. And Mm -hmm. uh, the other one is for incitement that she was there's still a military. Terry Junta running that government and that she was seen as an opposition, still seen as an opposition leader to this military uh, government. So mm-hmm. that's one to watch. Uh, so not a lot of happy news there, sisters. But one story that did uh, catch my eye that um, I think we can all at least relate to. I don't agree with what, let me get his name right, Guido Russo did. He's a dentist in Italy. Okay. And he was trying to get around the vaccine mandate in Italy. And so he went online to Amazon uh, and for 416 uh, euros, he bought a prosthetic arm and he took that to the vaccination. Are you kidding me? No. So he had uh, he had a fake arm, Leanne. Okay, and it was, uh, you know, he paid a lot of money for it. So it was a pretty good looking plastic arm, but a very smart nurse who was about to give him the injection just said, Hey, this doesn't look right. Okay. (laughs) I'm sure when she put the needle in, you can kind of tell. He just said the skin, the the tone, skin tone was not right. Okay. Before she even got to injecting with the vaccine. So now dentist Guido Russo, his life, he said his life is ruined. Okay. Because, uh, because he wouldn't get the vaccine. Okay. Just get the vaccine. The vaccine, Guido. I know. Wow. I've just, I've been thinking you could get away with that. That's, yeah. That's yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's just a shot. Okay. That's all it is. Okay. Uh, so that's it. So some interesting stories from around the world. Okay. Well, I have one story I wanted us to catch up on. Um, and that is the story of what's up with Tiger Woods lately. You know, he did his first press conference last week. It was as part of a you know, a tournament he he sponsors every year. But because of my own aforementioned leg injury at the beginning of the year, I've been following closely what I call the celebrity leg busts of 2021. Yeah, so that's pretty much Tiger. It's Ashley Judd. It's Brooke Shields. It's, you know, even though even though I know that emotionally it is totally not healthy for me to track my progress against others, especially other, you know, celebrity leg busts where who knows what resources they have. I have been paying close attention, but especially to Tiger, 
um, I I knew him early in his career, and I thought, well, if anyone can climb back from something like this, it's someone like uh, Tiger Woods. So you may recall that in late April, he shared that smiling photo of himself on crutches with his yes. dog Bugs, and yeah. I was I was skeptical, right? Because yes, you were, though, you, were you were mad. You were more than skeptical, Liz. You were mad. So I bitter. I, just say it, Liz. Yeah, yeah. No, I want him to to heal, of course. But it was just I couldn't help but compare where he was pretending to be to where I was at that time. And his, his accident was a month after mine. Anyway, so I'm going to give you now, now that I've watched every single Tiger Woods press conference from last week, this is a sort of compare and contrast where we are the same and where we are different. Okay. okay. All right. Take it away, Liz. Let's see. Okay. We are the same in that both of us busted up our legs earlier this year. The difference is that mine was the left and his was the right. And I will admit his injuries were worse. Okay. So, um, so that's where same different, same. He said in these press conferences that he was immobilized, completely immobilized for three to five months. So same there. The difference is that he said he laid in bed with a golf club and what he said, working on his hands. I don't even know what that means, golfers. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? But he's like, he had people throwing things to him and trying to keep trying to keep working on his hands. So he's laying in bed with a golf club. I, Liz Dolan, was laying in bed watching Schitt's Creek on the TV <laughs> in and Colin installed for me. That was sort of- Okay, so you had a remote control. He had a golf club. Okay. <laughs> That's true, Julie. My handwork was with the remote control. Okay, Good. Okay. All right. Uh, where we are the same, he said in these interviews, he now has what he called a hitch in his giddy up. And I would say same here, same here, especially in the morning. Leon, I had dinner with you a couple of weeks ago. You saw I can walk. But yeah. There's a little there's a little hitch in my giddy up. Yeah. Um, but I'm up and about, you know, except early in the morning where just that's tough. The difference is now that he's walking, he said he realized how big his house was and I realized how small mine was <laughs> that because basically for a while there there were only two rooms that I had access to but he's realized that maybe I don't know what's his house 20,000 square feet 30,000 square feet maybe when you got a hitch and a giddy up that feels like a long way anyway so where we are the same he said he can walk on flat ground but has trouble going up and down so the difference is, you know, as I established with my subway story, yeah, I'm also not good on the going up and down, but I'm pretty sure he doesn't attempt to wear silver snakeskin boots. When <laughs> goes up and down. So I did. I thought that was brave of me, even though it didn't work. It was anyway. uh, the same. He said he can get outside and move around now. So very happy to hear that. Uh, same for me. It makes a huge difference when you can just get outside and move under your own power. The difference is for him, it includes chipping and putting, sister. So, you know, I have no chipping and putting in my game. I, I'm just I'm just happy to be able to walk my dog Hooper around the block without falling down. One funny thing, though, is he did say like so he was chipping and putting on his home golf course, but he realized he can't get the balls out of the hole oh. because he can't, he can't reach over and um you know, get them out of the hole. So he had to call for help. So anyway, so he's returned to the golf course and I've returned to the kitchen cooking with Liz. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then the big, big same. Um, he said he doesn't have to compete against the best players in the world anymore to have a great life. And I'd say me neither tiger. No, we are <laughs> Very, very similar that way. Uh, but most of all, he said that he's healing more slowly than he expected, but he's confident he'll get there, but it's many months away. And I would just say same, same, same. Anyway, did you guys watch any of the press conference or the coverage of this? Just no, a little bit, just yeah. a little, uh, just enough. Yeah, yeah. just enough. So. You know what, you know what amazed me, Leanne, is that even after he said all of these things, Still, people ask. So, so when are you coming back? Yeah, it, it was just stupid. Yeah. So oh, stupid. I, you know, maybe he's going to play. I heard a lot of speculation. Oh, he's going to play a couple of tournaments here. I don't think that's what he said. Yeah, he no, said, that's, there's no way he yeah. said. <laughs> like, he said he likes watching his son play golf tournaments now. Like he said, that's what he enjoyed. 
yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah, it was, it was, there's a lot of denial in the coverage list. Totally. I agree with that. They said, yeah. he said, really, I'm not, I will never be able to compete at the elite level again. The way he put it, Julie, he said, I have climbed Mount Everest before. I am not going to be able to climb Mount Everest again. Okay. But to yeah. me, that's pretty obvious. Right. I, right. I mean, what, what do you want the guy to say? He's a killer competitive. That's the closest he's ever going to get to saying, I can't do this anymore. But then they asked him, so are you coming to, next year? It's the 150th anniversary of the, of the British Open. What do you think? You're going to make it? And I was like screaming, like, were you people not listening to what he just he can't even walk to the kitchen from his giant house. Yes. Yes. He's going to be able to do the course at the British Open. He said at one point is 50-50, they were going to have to amputate his leg. Right. Yeah. I heard. I read that. Oh, so. my God. Anyway, so so. Good work, Tiger. I'm with you, man. We have so much more in common than I ever thought. Just okay. so, so much more in common. You're going to be pen pals or something? Yeah. Well, now I'll work on the Ashley Judd and Brooke Shields rundowns. Okay, so- that's good. That's good, Liz. <laughs> well, this sounds very healthy, Liz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm doing what I can. I was going to just make a joke that our sponsor this week is better help. And you might want to think about it. That's all. <laughs> Right. You think that might be a better use of my em- emotional energy? I, I have no. no. Well, it was a very thorough analysis, Liz. Yes, I mean, that's for sure. Okay, good work. Okay, good. Thank you, Julie. All right, we're coming back. We're coming back with uh, you know an investigative report on what hairdressers really think about you. Also, Julie's going to talk about some crime busting candle situation, and we have entertaining sisters. Liz, summer is coming up, and you know what that means? It means you're grilling. You're grilling and chilling sure. there yes. with your with your butcher box. What, what do you got going on the grill this summer? Well, you know, here's the thing. Because I'm going to be up in, in Bend for a part of the summer, yeah. I'm having my box sent there, Leanne. That's I mean, great. Go on vacation with your butcher box is what, uh, what, what I'm recommending. Yeah, either way, you're just going to buy meat and fish and stuff when you get there. Why do that? Anyway, you know, I love their steaks. I love their scallops. The scallops are really good. And the chicken thighs, all good. I'm ready. That's right. ButcherBox gives you peace of mind and easy to find high quality meat and seafood you can trust. It's 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork that's raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood, no antibiotics or added hormones. And as Liz said, delivered right to your doorstep. And you can customize that delivery plan, Liz. Right. Because it can go wherever you want it to go, whenever you want it to go. If you want to delay it a week, you know, speed it up a week, you just go to your ButcherBox account and you can make that all happen. It's so easy to manage online. Yeah. And if you're like Liz, you can take your ButcherBox on vacation, which is... That's nice. That's nice. Nice to have something familiar there. (laughs) Yes. So if you want to take your meat on vacation, sign up at butcherbox.com slash sisters and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional 20% off. So you can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash sisters and use code sisters to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Okay, we are back. A couple of things. First of all, I had a really nice book signing this week at Roman's. It was super fun to be. It was super fun to be in person. It was super lively. It's great to see an indie bookstore like Roman's thriving, uh, such an important part of our community, like your indie bookstore is an important part of your community. I want to thank Satellite Sisters listeners, Margaret and Karen for coming to the book signing. It was really nice to meet you in person. Margaret has been listening for 20 years since our KABC days. And Karen's a relatively new listener, but she's uh, a special ed teacher. And she said, it's been a really, really tough year. And she's really, really, appreciated our podcast for helping her get through this very tough year. Karen, it was very touching for me to meet you. Thank you for coming to the book signing. So nice. Yeah, it was super nice. I mean, there were lots of people there, but Margaret and Karen, I just wanted, and Mary, thank you, Mary. I just wanted to to thank listeners for coming. Um, You know, I just want to mention too, my next book is 
coming out in April. And I'm going to try not to beat people over the head with Lost and Found in Paris. On the other hand, there are some fun opportunities, and I'm going to mention a few things because you please, just wrote it, and please, this is my podcast. Know. <laughs> but there is a Goodreads giveaway happening right now. So if you are a Goodreads member and you want to get an advanced copy of Lost and Found in Paris, you have to until the 9th to enter the giveaway. I don't have any control over the giveaway. I can't do anything. This is not run by me. It's run by the Goodreads and the publisher, but um, you do need to enter by December 9th. So there's a link in the show notes. There's a link uh, on all the social media platforms that we have and that I have as an author. So just look around or go to Goodreads and uh, and search um, Lost and Found in Paris giveaway. And I just want to mention too, that um, it was mentioned, it was listed on the 66 must reads for 2022, Lost and Found in Paris from Zibby Books. So it got a really big boost last week. Um, wow. Over Good for you, Leanne. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. It really meant a lot over at katiecurrickmedia.com. Uh, Zibby Owens is their book person and she has a, she's a big book influencer and has her own um, imprint now. And so I was very happy that she included Lost and Found in Paris on her list of books to must reads for 2022 made me super duper happy it was a real surprise great so that's a little book news uh goodreads giveaway lost and found in paris all very oh, excited well can we talk i have some candle news for you sure. sister yes okay. this was I, a business uh re- report i saw a woman in florida allison laurie um she uh she is a big enthusiast of bath and body works candles you know those places that are in every mall right bath and body works they make they for three decades they've been making highly scented candles you know and they're affordable and they're a quick pick pick me up well anyway she is really quite a fan of these she has a whole room in her house devoted to her candles uh but uh yes okay but it goes on Yes, okay. it goes on. But on uh, this past week, they had a special sale where you can buy one of their three wick candles for 1025, which is a 60% off. Ooh, yeah. So she and her boyfriend uh, and her fiance, he's now her fiance. They're first in line. I love this 430 a.m. in Boca Raton, Florida. They went to three different locations that day. They had she has 221 new candles to add to her collection. Okay. Now I know you're thinking, wow, that seems crazy. Why would you want that many bath and bed body um, uh, candles? But it is a thing. In fact, while I was doing my research for this story, I happened to notice in another area of Florida, three women were arrested on grand larceny larceny for trying to steal $45,000 worth of candles from from Bath and Body Works. Okay, it's a thing, all right? People love these candles and they come out with new scents like that have names like Twinkling Nights or Underwater Oasis, okay? And people want them. They want, they, they just smell great. And some people like Allison, she's a really big fan. So you know her house must really smell great, right? Our sister Monica, who has a lot of allergies, right. would not be able to go visit Allison. <laughs> have you ever seen that? Have you seen the lines of people? Lining up for the I have. Yeah. I mean, it is amazing. And I I I can't go in there because it does make me sneeze. It's just too much, it's too much um olfactory sense sensations. I can't go (laughs) in there. But um I'm surprised when you're at the mall and you see lines out the door, people People waiting. People love love these. I know they have an annual candle day, for instance. And so Mm -hmm. maybe that's what it was. But yeah, I'm always surprised by what is going on because like in some malls, it's the only store that's still in business, Bath and Body Works, but it's a very popular store. Right. They have, this is the secret to their success are these candles. People love them and it, you know, they're affordable and it's a quick pick me up. I'm thinking about the $40,000 of stolen candles. So like, how do you, what do you, do you, I, well, the this, minivan, how do you do that? I don't know, but this is, I just, you heard it here first on satellite sisters. Okay. Bitcoin it's over <laughs> scented candles. That's what you need to get into. I believe that this uh-huh. is going to be the next big thing. Okay. Excellent. It's a good heads up, Joel. Good to, I wouldn't, it wouldn't okay. have done. You're laughing now, Liz. You're no. laughing now, but okay. People are risking going to prison to buy it, to steal these candles, Liz. There's something there. <laughs> okay. 
Right. Well, this investigative report is about on along the same lines as Julie's investigative report, but it involves hairdressers. Oh, okay, good. So this, uh, I saw this headline, you know, I'm going to click on it from Buzzfeed about what your hairdresser wants you to know. And apparently it started as a Reddit thread. So that's even better because it's just hairdressers complaining about us. And so fantastic. But you know, this is the season when we're going in, we're getting our hair done. We're leaving a holiday tip. So I thought I would pass along a few of these things that your hairdresser wants you to know. But I'd like to do it in what I imagine to be their attitude when they posted on Reddit. Okay. Oh, oh, so we're <laughs> yeah. going to get some voice acting here. Oh, good. All right. Okay. okay. Here's something your hairdresser wants you to know. Don't ask me to take an inch off all over and then say, we can go from there if I want more. That's like asking me to do two haircuts. Come on. Okay. okay. Noted. Good. Fair Noted. Enough. Okay. 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 Here's one. I hadn't even thought about this, but apparently it's an issue. If we are done with the cut, please don't help with removing the hair. You're not removing it. You're actually making it worse by patting it into your clothes, sticking it to your skin and letting it fall into your shoes. (laughs) Okay. I've never checked my shoes. I didn't even know there was hair there. I've never okay. helped. No, I'm not tempted to help. They get out the, they get out the oh, blower. I leave that to them. Yeah. Why do you care if our hair is in our shoes, hairdresser? Okay. Right. Here's one. Here's one I like. 99% of the time, I can't hear you when blow drying. It's bloody impossible to have a conversation when blow drying. So, and especially with our masks. So stop talking to me when I'm blow drying. <laughs> okay. 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 That's good, right? That's good, Lydia. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. How about this one? Always clean your ears before a haircut. You oh, oh, okay. Yeah. okay. I don't even need to say anymore. Do I, Julie, about no, waxy, no, manky no, ears? Oh, okay. Oh, clean oh, your ears. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. But that never dawned on me. Well, not but that they would. <laughs> yes, of course. You better write all write everything down. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. We have two more. Uh, this one is from a hairdresser whose handle is Suki Puki. Uh, please remember we are human. We have lives and families too. So sometimes we're a little less happy. It's not that we hate you. Maybe we just lost someone close to us or going through a breakup working. When you know that any moment you'll get a call saying someone died is making it hard to be super cheery. We don't have to share those things. Okay. Suki pookie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. No, all right. I understand. Okay. It's hard. It's hard to be up all the time. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to be up all the time. Uh, just seems like maybe she has some stuff to work out uh yeah. too okay and your dog too your dog is working out i know this is okay. i don't know i i closed all the doors and i know it's all right we'll open them she's That's worked up about say. the hairdresser comments okay keep going okay probably some delivery okay. at your door this is the last one and i think this is important well that's what they say in the quote finally and this is important do not moan while we wash your hair just don't <laughs> <laughs> all right okay okay Ooh. i think that's for Ooh. men mainly <laughs> well have either okay, of you ever so. i mean for as much as i enjoy a you know a good like head massage during the hair washing at a salon it would never dawn on me to moan have you ever moaned <laughs> no. no no okay no. all right good well, well. try to stay well behaved okay yeah no so Ooh. now you know now you know Ooh. you heard it from the hairdressers themselves all right, we have a couple of entertaining sister things. Is that where we're at here? Oh, yeah. yes, Julie, you had a movie. Quick, a quick but uh, but really firm recommendation uh, for the. Um, it's on HBO Max. It's the biopic called King Richard, and this is about Richard Williams, who is the father of Venus and Serena Williams. Will Smith plays him in this biopic. It is outstanding. I would highly recommend it. You don't need to like be a tennis player or be interested in tennis, but it is the story of one family of a remarkable family. When you consider they, they had two, you know, world champions there. Um, I I just highly recommend it. Venus and Serena Williams are the producers. They only agreed to be the producers after they saw the finished product. Um, And I think a lot of us may have gotten um, Richard Williams, who was kind of a controversial character, we may have gotten him wrong. This is a, the, his story, and the media always portray, portrayed him as being somewhat, you know, out of control. And uh, I think you will really like it. It's called King Richard. It's on HBO Max. 
I'm okay. really looking forward to seeing Yes, you. I would, I would people recommend. Say, yep. People say Will Smith is a lock for an, an Oscar nomination for this. And uh, he's always worth seeing. Right. Yes, right. Um, okay, well, I want to recommend another holiday movie over there on, on Netflix. Okay. Last week, I recommended one with Castle in the title that starred Brick Steels. And I just like to remind people, these are not uh, Oscar worthy vehicles. Okay. <laughs> These are holiday entertainment. Okay. This is holiday entertainment. And generally you can just have it running in the background while you're making cookies, things like that. Okay. Just, <laughs> just want to be clear. Okay. So this one is along that way. I did laugh out loud several times. It's called single all the way on Netflix. It has a fantastic cast. It's a fun holiday rom-com. It centers around a a young gay man. He goes home to his family's house in New Hampshire for Christmas from LA. He brings his roommate because they're always bugging him. Like, why doesn't he have a partner? Why doesn't he have a partner? And it turns out the roommate is is the love of his life. And I'm not giving anything away because that's the point. It's a holiday rom-com, but the <laughs> cast is fantastic. Jennifer Coolidge plays like the crazy aunt. Kathy Najimi is the mom who's trying to fix him up. And her name is Carol. And so she, in December, she likes to be called Christmas Carol. And that made me laugh. Oh, that's uh, a good one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's some characters from Schitt's Creek you're going to recognize there. Barry Boswick plays the dad. Uh, and the young couple is played by Michael Yuri and Philemon Chamber. So it's just super fun and charming. And there's some genuinely funny, funny moments. There are two like disaffected teen girls that I enjoyed a lot. So it's called Single All the Way over on Netflix. Worth a look. Worth a look. It's fun. Okay. Good tip, Leanne. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, anything else? Anybody have anything else? I think well, that- I'm just really next week's show, you know, is oh, our- Liz. Yes. Thank yeah. You. It's our final show of the year. And we asked you to post in the Satellite Sisters Facebook group or on Instagram using the hashtag Sat Sisters, look what I did 2021, just like your observations of your year and the things you did. We are overwhelmed by the thoughtfulness of the post, by the things that you shared with us and each other. It's really it's really unbelievable to read what everyone has been through on the high side and the low side. And so I think we're just doing the whole show about that, right, Liam? Yeah, you're right. I'm really looking forward to it. But yeah, Liz, some have been just super fun and sweet and able to poke fun at yourself. You know, shout out, shout out to the Christmas cookie one. There was just some really bad Christmas cookies. <laughs> that was great. But then also really emotional, huge life transitions yes. you know, in 2020, 2021 that are playing out now. So really sort of a, it's just a wide range, uh, very moving, very moving. Thank you for posting. And so continue to post, please use the hashtag uh, sat sisters. Look what we did. Look what I did in 2021. Sat sisters, look what I did 2021. So we can find your post when we're um, reviewing them. But that is going to be our show next week. We're just going to be talking. It'll be very special. Yes. Yeah. Very special holiday special. Yeah. Yeah. So we're looking forward to that. And of course, then uh, our holiday wrap party on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's it. I want to thank thanks to our sponsors and thanks to you who make this whole thing work because you support our sponsors and the sponsors support us. And that's how we're able to do Satellite Sisters, the podcast. So thank you. Uh, big thanks to Sergio Enriquez, who was our engineer. Thank you, Sergio, and to Emily Loudermilk, who is our graphic designer. Uh, Emily has always makes us laugh with her uh, designs. If you want to see Emily's work for Satellite Sisters, the best way to do that is to either subscribe to Pep Talk, which is our newsletter. You can find a subscription link over at SatelliteSisters.com or follow us on Instagram at Sat Sisters. Uh, all right, our to-do list. Liz, I'm just doing what you said. Tonight, I'm going to a live theater event that will make me feel good and feel joyful. I'm going to see Head Over Heels. It's the Go-Go's jukebox musical. Uh, that's playing at Pasadena Playhouse, and it got terrific reviews in the LA Times. They said it was on Broadway, and they said they fixed a lot of stuff that was not working on Broadway. But again, it's 80 minutes, no intermission. Love it. <laughs> okay, perfect. Love it. Celebration. <laughs> Jewel, what about you? Okay, well, you may not know this, Leanne, because you're the youngest in the family, but Grandfather Dolan was a big tipper. He liked to tip everyone. And when he tipped people, he used to say, light a candle. 
And of course, he was referring because he was Catholic. He was referring to the the votive candles um, that are in the Catholic Church. But I think this is a good time of the year to a to really acknowledge people that are in our lives, you know, to tip where you can to uh, to show your appreciation and also to light a candle and to remember others that um you know, where the holidays may be, uh, may be, you know, a hardship for them that either they have lost someone or they can't be with their loved ones. Um, so that's going to be my to do for this week to light a candle. Very oh, nice. That's so nice. <laughs> okay, well, this is Liz. I'm going to light up my kitchen. So this is this was my, upon review of last week's vid, uh, last year's uh, holiday wrap party. I realized there was a whole holiday lighting scheme I had going on in the cooking with Liz kitchen that looked very special for the holiday wrap party. So I'm going to have to figure out, you know, either find those lights, get some new lights. I, but I need to like up the cooking with Liz kitchen game. And uh, I have between now and Sunday to do that. So uh, you can look forward to seeing what that light up my kitchen or my All right. set as I think of it now more. <laughs> You're set. 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 Of course she does. That's it. That's, that's so much, Liz, right there. Okay. Okay. All right, sisters. Hey, have a great week. You too, Liam. And don't forget, call your satellite sister. <laughs>